Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 310. We are excited to share with you Francis Boutique. It's a personal favorite of both Brittany and I. We love going there. It's really close to our house. And the owner is Jade Noble, who is also the owner of the Linger Longer Lounge. So if you know the area, you know that these are two stables of the area, and we are excited to have them both we talked about both on the show and it was very excited to just to even get to know her a little bit more and she's so nice and so sweet so we hope that you guys enjoy this episode we hope that you guys visit both areas uh both uh francis and linger longer lounge when you get a chance we hope that you also tell them that we sent you uh also if you want to go to our website Go to FindingArizonaPodcast.com and then you will also see two places to go to. Newsletter, which is a little bit more of the official things going on with the podcast. And then you'll also see the blog. That is going to be your personal touch to us. It's going to tell you about our family. It is going to tell you about what we have going on in our lives. Go check it out. Go also to all the links that we attach to every episode of the guests and where they're, what they're doing and all of their social medias. So that being said, we're going to go into our favorite part of the community cork board, which is the intro uh, telling people what's going on in the community. I personally would like to thank everyone who wants to share what's going on in their neck of the woods. If you want to continue doing so, finding Arizona podcast at gmail.com. We thank you again for the continuation of the community cork board. That is the only announcement because we have a lot of things going on as parents over here. And so a lot of things are getting pushed ahead and pushed out of the way. Actually, just to fill everyone in, Atlas turns one on the 13th. And so we want to say we love you, Atlas. We want to say we we are so happy to be your parents, both your mom and I are very excited to see what you're able to accomplish in all the years to come. So to my son, I love you very much. Happy birthday. And that will conclude our little intro to this episode. This is episode 310 with Jade of Francis Boutique. We hope that we will catch you on the next episode. After everything, always kisses, hugs and belly rubs. See you later. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Jade. Jade is the owner and proprietor of the Francis Boutique, and I just want to just say uh, thank you again, Jade, for coming in. Uh, So applause all the way around. Yay! Hi, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited. Absolutely. We are very excited to have you. So we're going live right now. We are so... If there are any comments, I'll let you know. But I just want you to know that uh, you were just here to have a conversation with you and get to know you and the uh, and the, and the Francis Boutique a little bit more. Uh, if I'm saying that right, please, if I'm saying it incorrectly. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Awesome. My wife would kill me if I said it wrong because we've been there so many times. Uh, we're 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 also fans of the area. We actually live close by to you guys, and we we just really um, like cool. supporting our our local community too. Uh, so, give us a little bit of insight on, you know, just what you've been through as far as this particular boutique. Because I know your history. I've read a little bit of it, and just kind of like 
can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how this came to be? Yeah. Um, so I'm from Arizona. I'm an Arizona native. I went to high school here. I went to ASU. And I remember when Francis opened when I was in high school. Yes. And it was kind of like the first small boutique. Like it was one of the first like really cool things that started to make Phoenix feel like a bigger city. Yeah. Um, I worked in retail forever. I worked at small stores. I worked for Urban Outfitters for a really long time. And then I also worked at Francis a few different times. Nice. Um, just like on and off, sometimes seasonal, sometimes like more permanent, just throughout my life. Um, I remained friends with Georgianne. I knew her daughter. So like we'd known each other for a while. And when she decided to sell, we, my boyfriend and I first were shocked that Mm -hmm. she would, you know, that she was even thinking about retiring. I was like, I told him at one point, I was like, she's going to do it forever. She would never (laughs) sell. So when she did, we were like, oh my gosh. And we wanted to, you know, see what it would take to purchase it. So we started the process. It was really long and stressful but it ended up working out and now we are the owners together so it's both of us it's myself and my boyfriend awesome awesome and i just want to say like it's really great when um especially when someone has kind of this history when it comes to what they are doing for a living and what they're doing uh for their community it's beautiful that you were even like a part of the shop so we just i want to just state we had the uh, the clothery, the clothery on here a couple episodes back, and just kind of the history of every shop in the Phoenix area that has that culture of like we have a past here and we want to be here for a very long time. Yeah. There's something about it that just kind of like brings up memories of like, especially for you. I imagine from your like high school years and things like that. Just like the those types of places really last long and are mm-hmm. nostalgic for some reason. And have you felt that nostalgic come yeah. to life working here at the, at the shop? Definitely. I think, um, it's really cool to remember and know what that area was like, yeah. you know, 15 years ago when it first started versus now, there's mm-hmm. so much more, there's so many other boutiques and instead of like kind of being in competition, they all kind of like complement each other. Like it's yeah. just like a little neighborhood hub and it it's something for everyone. Um, I think it's kind of like, it's just made, it's all of that, that whole area, you know, there's like local nomad, there's muse, there's stinkweeds, there's manor. There's just tons of boutiques now. They're all locally owned. And it's just really cool to see it kind of like all existing together. Yeah. I think one of the greatest parts that we try and kind of really highlight is that, like you said, that mentality of coming together and that community ship. Um, one of the things that I like that you brought up with some of the other shops in the local area, helping one another and just kind of like seeing you guys really flourish together in that, in that space mm-hmm. that you guys have, um, who has been kind of your like go-to person to lean on, especially in that kind of group there. 
like ever or right now? Yeah, right now or ever. I mean, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I imagine <laughs> there's there's probably been some change in flux, but I mean, I imagine that there is someone that you like to, especially right now uh, for the holidays too. I'm very, very, very lucky. My boyfriend and business partner had small businesses for 12 years before this. So he nice. kind of like knows a lot and has been able to, you know, help me figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's time. really great. Um, but I mean, as far as like in, being like inspired, like Georgian, the previous owner was always a huge inspiration. We're right next door to Stinkweeds, who's owned mm-hmm. by um, Kimber Lanning. Yeah. And uh, are you familiar with Local First? Yes, I am. We had okay. uh, Thomas on here not, uh, about a couple oh, cool. years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Kimber started local first. So she is like a, he, a, like a pillar of the community. So even being like having access to either of them to talk to is yeah. wild. It's insane <laughs> too. Yeah. It's yeah. like to have someone as, you know, just, I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of the local like first uh, members and people who are mm-hmm. part of it. And it's just really great what they're doing there. And just the kind of consistency of, um, backing and just support that they want to 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 keep doing that. It's just remarkable to me as someone who's just observing mm-hmm. from all these different um, different points. So I think uh, my two like your shop and another favorite one of mine is um, <clears throat> oh sorry Whew. the uh, the art the I keep I'm blanking on the name the the art shop that's right next to your, to yours. Uh, um why am i blanking the practical art sorry practical art oh yeah, yeah i love art. I, it, so t- nice. it took me a second i just it, i'm i'm a little yeah. parent brain right now so it's just practical <laughs> yeah i love it i love it, you guys lack of sleep. yes lack of sleep uh but yes i love going to that area and just because one of the other things that I want to just bring up too, because you guys do really well with the event segment is just kind of what you guys bring to the holiday season and your events and what you guys put up as far as like, you know, having a bunch of uh, curated um, individuals come and, and have a market like, uh, like last year, or was it the year before? Did you guys do it last year? And I'm not sure. I can't remember. No, it there was not one last year from, because of COVID yeah. and um, before, Prior to that, it was like one night and it was about 50 vendors in the parking lot. We have been doing it this year, um, but we broke it up. So I was still kind of nervous about COVID and bringing a huge group of people together. Didn't seem too safe. So we split it up into weekends. So we've had the last three weekends. And then this coming Saturday, we have the final one. And we've had about 10 vendors every week instead of one big one. So that's been really fun. Um, it's been every Saturday from 12 to five. What's been the learning process as far as that, that kind of like splitting it up and kind of, is there a different, I imagine marketing is a little bit different just because it's a little bit more <laughs> extensive and, and, and longer. Yes. I mean, it's, you definitely have to be very clear about like who is on what weekend and then who like, you know, making it shareable for everyone and making sure everyone is like still promoting like the entire event, even though yeah. it is broken up into small events. Sure. Yeah. So like it, it's the same thing. It's just different days. So it's like a yeah. longer process. I, like, I still like it though. I still love the idea and the, um, the imagine like, again, there's, it's so hard to kind of, and we can get into this 
to try and figure out things for you to pivot to and still keep that stay that same um, camaraderie when you have so many individuals coming together like that. So Mm -hmm. um, kudos to you guys for, you know, trying and and trying to develop something like that. Um, Is there anything else that like, that you can kind of look at from this learning process of COVID? I mean, is there something that you've probably taken away or probably if you want to tell people, it's like, this is the thing that I've learned most from this experience? Um, well, I definitely think overall through COVID is kind of learning to be adaptable. And like, if your plan doesn't work, that's okay, but you need to figure out a new plan. Yeah. And just being ready to figure out however you can. Um, we also have a bar restaurant in Uptown called Linger Longer on 16th and Maryland. And um, we purchased Linger six months before the pandemic. So we were open six months, closed six months, and then open back up again. So I think that was that was really scary, you know, to not know what was happening and having to constant, like there would be days where we would just be like looking for like assistance and figuring out grants and applying to things. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, and then changing your whole structure when you do reopen, it's kind of been the same with Francis and cafeteria, like just kind of being ready every week or every month for something new to pop up and having to figure, just be ready to change if you have to. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, 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 I say kudos to you because you guys are you're you're still in the thick of it, and I hope that this holiday season or the shopping season that comes around with it is is helpful in the sense that we're having this conversation, and you know, there's people who are you know local individuals who are just shopping local, and if we can get them in to just realize like mm-hmm. how much you really are local. I did not know that you guys owned the Linger Longer Lounge. I have yeah. been to there. Once, oh, cool. yeah, I was uh, living in that side of the town uh, a few years back, <clears throat> and we, my wife and I, actually had a, uh, um, I think we we enjoyed our one one time out there, and I think it was like a, um, I think it was a bar trivia night. I think it was. Oh, think, fun! Yeah, so it was is one of those situations where it's like it's. I love these places and I'm like, I did not know that you guys like small <laughs> world. I'm like, I did not know you guys doing that. Can you give us a little bit of uh, fun things that you guys love to do for this holiday season that you guys probably wouldn't someone like myself who probably it's not really focused on a lot of like you guys particularly do that you want to shout out or like do differently this season that you kind of want people to know about. Well, I do think, just to what you said, first pe- seeing people shopping local has it's really cool, and I think that is one. I mean, it's feels silly, but if to say, but like one positive thing that came out of the pandemic is I think it kind of like showed people how important it is to shop local and like yeah. how much it directly affects your community, mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of businesses that did really struggle and it it just kind of, I think it opened people's eyes as far as that, you know, yeah. like, Oh my, like where I put my money really makes That's, a huge difference yeah. more than you thought before. Absolutely. Um, so I do think that that is one small positive that came out of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, 
And then during the holidays, I mean, it's a really busy time for us. We love it. Um, at Francis right now, we do have cafeteria every weekend. This Saturday is the last one. Mm-hmm. Next week is Christmas. Um, we still have tons of gifts. We love to wrap them all. That's yeah. like a service we do for everyone. And, you know, they see that like Francis branding. Um, yeah. We have a lot of fun stuff going on at Linger too. We do still have trivia on Mondays. Next week is like a holiday themed trivia. And then nice. this coming Friday, we have an ugly sweater party at Linger. So we'll have like Christmas music, hot toddies. It's at night. So Friday night. So it's just, you know, it's fun. It's really fun to have like those two spaces to just make a fun environment. Like I just try and make it somewhere that like we would like to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. It it seems that way, too, because, again, I've been to both these spots and they have a very, very like, again, the name Linger Longer. I mean, it's like, yeah, you do want (laughs) to be there and hang out there and and just like the same thing with the shop. Um, You know, I'm taking a look at these holiday photos on your Instagram and I'm just like, yeah, that's so fun that you have all the ribbons on like where the cashiers are and like you guys are like all set up. That's like like, a steeple. (laughs) Yeah, that's so cool. It's like a real uh, Santa's workshop sort of feel like to, and you want to stay and kind of like watch and see them. And so it's, again, I think that these unique experiences kind of allow for the lingering lifestyle, just like, you know, when you want to hang out there. Um, so you work with your significant other. I work with my significant yes. other. Uh, I yes. like to get into a little bit of more personal side when we get longer into these conversations. Um, Big, you know, biggest takeaway from, you know, you probably have been working with him for quite some time, but it's like, can you give us a little like what you've learned from learning or building something like a business with your partner? You know, we do really well when we're working together, when we have like a common goal and like want to figure out the same thing and we have a lot of fun, like bouncing ideas off of each other. Yeah. I think it's nice to work with someone for, I mean, for me, I'm definitely more on the like higher stress freak out end. (laughs) And he's more on like the calm sounding board. And so it's really nice. It definitely brings me down. And it's like having a business partner that I know at the end of the day is like 1000% 1000% there to like support me yeah, and vice versa. So I think that's like the best part. Um, and also like someone who's not afraid. I also come up with a lot of like real wild ideas and someone who's not afraid to be like, that's horrible. Why would like, that's keeps impossible. You, keeps you down to earth. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, if I'm like, oh, I really want to do this thing and I don't know how having a partner who can help or figure out how to make the wild ideas happen yeah i think i don't know what do you think logistically yeah i want to i think you're absolutely right communication with that uh someone and having someone to bounce ideas off is critical like i wouldn't do half the things that i think were cool ideas or like you know unique ideas and some of them really are from her it's just one of those things that's like, yeah, I think one of the biggest takeaways from myself is it's communication with your partner about literally it could be minute or it could be very like, mm-hmm. you know, just detail like this is boring, but we need to get through this because we the when we have fun is after we get through this boring part. And so it's like, yeah, those type of things. She's very um, 
uh oriented like a uh, scheduling and and i'm very like and so she keeps me on track she not only helps me come up with creative bits but it's just like i think one of the best parts and the best things that we enjoy is again we meet people like yourself and we get to befriend them and be you know, really nice and get to know these spots and, and really grow with them. Because again, we're family, like you, you'll get to know my son. And, and once we get to know each other, you get to know us. And we always, you know, we'll be around here for the, our entirety of our lives. We want to grow with you and we want you to know who we are in the best way possible, which is just to befriend you and be friends with you. Because that's, I think the best part of having these types of conversations is again, I'm just someone who's a part of the community that really cares. And to have you come on board and tell us about this wonderful shop that everyone should go to. I 100% think that everyone should at least stop by before Christmas and, and just take a look, enjoy yourselves, get lost. It is incredible what you guys put together there because we have a couple of friends who are there. Um, I can just, like, I mentioned a bunch of them, like, chart buttons like i just i i just don't know how many yeah. like i like there's so many people there that i would love to just shout out but it's again just go there have yourself a great time with just getting lost in this beautiful shop and you know there's other places like you next door to you guys there's so many shops i think what what i want to do today too is with you is to get a little bit more personal i would love to get to know the routine because you do have two locations how do you break this up how do you keep your life sane like how do you juggle like this shop and then another place where it's like a whole different dynamic too with alcohol and bar and like logistics like that we're still getting the hang of it um it definitely is taking a long time for us to balance out especially during holiday mm -hmm. you know like they're both in season so like yeah. Previous to December and mid-November, it was like one would be really busy and the other would be kind of chill or the opposite, you know? Yeah. But now it's just like everything's go, go, go. Um, we definitely try to just kind of like make a list. This is what we have to do this week. These are like the important tasks that are like the, you know, keep the lights on, keep things running. Yeah. Things figure out when we're going to do them, how we're going to divide them up and then just go to work on it. I think during, during Christmas time, it's definitely the focus changes a lot to customer service specifically at the store. And then just making sure that we have everything that we need at the bar. We do have a lot of private parties. So that takes a lot of time, but luckily one is more daytime. One is more nighttime. Mm -hmm. So if we have to, go from day to night and just keep going then we do <laughs> but um i get it yeah so it just kind of it's just kind of like divide and conquer i guess yeah i mean hey more power to you to keep keep chugging along like this is it's just really great to kind of see two great spots just really have a lot of love behind it a lot of care like blood sweat and tears so to speak and to me I think you guys are doing just fine, just great. And we're going to continue to like support you guys. If we can support you here at the podcast, I think one of the things that I would love to do is just continue to like give you guys little shout outs because I know you guys do different events. If we could continue that to happen, I'm, I would be happy be to do that. 
that would be great That'd for be me. So cool. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I think one more question for you before I let you okay. go is just to kind of look towards the future and what your goals are for both places and, you know, kind of put into the universe what you hope for for next year, uh, post Corona, however you want to put it out there, just put it out there. Go ahead and let us know your little goals or achievements you want to achieve. I think the, the biggest thing for us that we wanted to do is to make cafeteria successful, even though it was split into different weekends. So we're getting through that right now. Yeah. Um, with Linger, I think we just want to keep having really cool events and like community events. We do a lot of work with um, Feed Phoenix. Yeah. Are you familiar with them? Mm-mm. No, I would love to. So they're a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit and they collect items and do mutual aid and, you know, just provide support for unhoused people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got paired up with them during the COVID shutdowns through local first to make meals in our kitchen while we were closed. They would pick them up and distribute them. Got it. So after we opened back up again, we kind of just like remained working with them. We did a water drive for them. We were doing a cold weather drive right now. And so that's been a really big focus at Linger and we've had a huge response to it. It's been really cool to see people like really willing to like donate or get water to people that need it. Yeah. Um, And kind of like help us make it happen for them so they can facilitate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would like to bring that into Francis for sure. Uh, We do collect like um, period products. We collect bras at Francis, but we want to just keep building that like mutual aid aspect and, you know, like obviously like we want to be a place for the community to come shop, like have fun and all of that. But we would like to be a bigger part in like providing resources for the community as well. For sure. For sure. I love that. And, you know, if I could guide you into one of our next, I'm sorry, I have a little bit of a sore throat right now. If I could (laughs) provide you one of our, um, you know, newer episodes that are coming down the line, the Assistance League of Phoenix, we just had on that are a nonprofit that help um, uh, with uh, clothing for students. And they have a thrift thrift shop that they kind of uh, is one of their big support, like funding. And so I think that would be something kind of cool if you guys would end up working together. I would love to support and like help facilitate that because they're really great. Um, The other thing, too, is this is towards the end of our episode. I just, again, really want to thank you, Jade, for coming, you know, doing this with me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Towards the end, we let you promote the businesses. You can promote both of them at this point. I just really want you to just give everyone locations, address, social media, where like your website. This is, again, for you to go ahead and just take it away. Thank you again for coming. Yeah, thank you so much. We do have a couple of big things coming up at Linger. Um, New Year's Eve, we're doing an event with Record Bar Radio in our parking lot. So we're going to have live music all night and a midnight countdown. Um, You can find tickets on their website. So if you go to the Record Bar Radio Instagram, it can direct you to where you need to go for those. We have the link on Linger as well in our bio. It's Linger Longer AZ. Um, Francis, we will be having cafeteria this Saturday, 12 to five. So there'll be vendors in the parking lot and we'll be having, you know, a uh, novella coffee will be there all day. And it's nice. just going to be a really 
good time. Yeah. I love it. I love hearing that. This is going to be a lot of great events coming up. I really do want to help support that by continuing to maybe shout you guys out on, you know, a couple of later episodes where we yeah, can. Yeah, I'll send help. you everything. Thank you very much. Um, before we go, before we sign off, I have one thing I have to do, which is my own sign off. And then I would hope that you would stick around maybe just for a couple of 10 minutes afterwards. I have a couple of questions, side questions, which is kind of sure. like our bonus content. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, before you go, thank you again for listening to us and live streaming us and being a part of our conversation. You can find every episode of our podcast at findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media handles is under Finding Arizona Podcast. If you want to become a super fan, there's a place for you to go do so. It's patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There is bonus content like the following one that we're going to ask jade here it's 50 questions what we call our fine examination and we're going to ask you 50 questions rapid fire right after i just conclude this we say good night to all of you listening kisses hugs and belly rubs we will see you on the next episode good night y'all